Welcome to Under the Hood Podcast. In this podcast, we pop the hood and give you an inside look at the hows and whys of our ministry here at Cornerstone Church. I'm Michael Nave, your host. It is such a privilege to have you join me today as we pop the hood and take a look underneath. So our our discussion today is both timely and an important timeless topic for us. So right now in our weekend services, you hear us using this phrase, come and see. Like you're hearing it from the stage and now I want to give you more under the hood. So a quick reminder, come and see is this really powerful phrase used about Jesus and used by Jesus. The woman who met him at the well said to her neighbors back in town, come and see the one who told me everything I ever did. She left her water pot at the well and now is passionately telling people about Jesus by saying, come and see. When Nathaniel kind of cast doubt on Jesus because of where he grew up, saying, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip aptly responds with, come and see. Philip doesn't get into a debate about Jesus' upbringing and how it would impact a person being raised in Nazareth. Instead, he just said, come and see. And then when two guys began following Jesus but paused to ask, where are you staying? Jesus responded with, come and you will see. Uh, In effect, Jesus politely refused to answer their question or even defend his lack of a home. Instead, he simply invited these two men who had been disciples of John the Baptist now to come and see. Come and see is this noticeably consistent message when people are invited to experience Jesus. And the phrase, come and see, is a really special message that we have to share. Here's the reality. As followers of Jesus, we are responsible to invite others to come with us. Inviting others is is one of the nine core practices of following Jesus. We are responsible to invite others to come along with us. We are witnesses. We are to make disciples. If you follow Jesus, you are responsible to invite. And I would challenge you, not just a token invitation, but an effective invitation. And I'm making the case that come and see makes you a more effective inviter. So come and see. It's what we clearly see practiced in Scripture. Come and see is engaging to people in our world because, hey, Americans are interested in what works. And so when we say come and see, we're actually saying come and see what God is doing. And then three, it is a remarkably diffusing phrase when someone throws up a barrier. Hey, Okay, let's try a a few. So you invite a friend or an acquaintance, and they respond with a barrier. Uh, For example, you invite them to come along with you, and they say, well, I'm not into organized religion. Well, now you can respond with, yeah, I'm not into that either. 
come and see. I really think you might be surprised how unorganized we are about our faith at Cornerstone. I mean, have a little fun with it. But when they say, I'm not into organized religion, you get to respond by, okay, come and see. Or maybe you invite somebody to come and worship with us and they say, oh, your church is full of hypocrites. And you get to respond with, yeah, there have been many times I didn't deliver on a promise I made. My intentions were far bigger than my reality. Come and see. You might be surprised. Your church is full of hypocrites. And and your response is, okay, come and see. Or somebody says, well, I don't believe what you guys believe. Your response is, maybe, come and see. So many times when we have invited, we've gotten sucked into defensiveness or even debate where, where we feel like we have to answer all of their questions. Like we have to defend Nazareth or we have to defend not having a house or we have to defend hypocrites. We have to defend organized religion. We have to defend what we believe. And instead, the pattern of scripture and even the pattern of Jesus is to say, eh, come and see. What an incredible opportunity we have to use a biblical phrase in modern day and diffuse many of those barriers that people throw up that we thought we needed to crush. We don't need to be defensive or accusatory. We just simply get to say, huh, okay, come and see. And during the six weeks of this series we're calling Come and See, we have some extra leverage points for you. Every week, we have a special gift for your guest. Maybe you'll say, hey, we've got a gift for you. We'll have something really fun for the kids, which is often a trigger for young couples and and young parents when they're like, okay, I want to introduce my child to faith in Jesus. And you get to say, hey, we're doing some really fun stuff with the kids. And, And also, every week, We're going to share an inspiring real-life story from somebody right here in Southern Illinois. Everyone loves a great story. And every week, you are going to be treated with your guests to an awesome, inspiring story. And then because of the incredible ministry of Renew, we are giving away, this is so fun, $10 for every in-person attender to a great local organization all six weeks long. Thus, it's impossible for it to be a waste of anybody's time. So if somebody's like, "Ah, I don't know, going to church, wasted time. Hey, when you come, we're actually going to give away $10 um, recognizing you were with us. So for the next six weeks, we have some really special ways to invite our friends, acquaintances, to come and see. And then let me let me add the doors. We've got like the front door and the side door and the back door. The front door is not the best door for everyone in your life. Now, the, the front door is still the main door. And here's, here's what I mean by all of that. Weekend worship services are still the most commonly used first step into the life of our church. Most will check out our church by viewing online before coming in person, but but still, despite all the bad press about organized religion, big churches, whatever it might be, this is still the front door to our church. Most will come through the front door, so invite with confidence, and, and don't give up if they didn't come the other three times that they said they would. Um, invite, 
And if you hit that barrier where somebody says, I'm just not interested in coming and singing songs and hearing a Bible teaching with hundreds of people, don't give up. We have a side door and we have a back door. (laughs) The side door. For some of the people in your life, what they will best connect with is a smaller group of people, like regularly media, regular people, excuse me, it it can sound as simple as saying, hey, um, I have some friends that meet together each week in my house or at a friend's house. We do a study, but but mostly we we spend time together. These are some of my best friends. Want to come? And you have heard us sharing recently about a new side door opportunity. Cornerstone men, cornerstone women, a great starting place to meet other men, meet other women, and there are always opportunities to stay connected following those events. Jay Gunn has an incredible passion for helping people connect. And we have awesome small group leaders, coaches. It is so rich. There are many people right here in Southern Illinois that don't like crowds. Um, They will find it much easier to connect in a home with a smaller group of people. And I can tell you over the years, we've had it happen many times that people came to our weekend worship services long time after attending a small group. Don't give up when you invite somebody to come to a weekend service and they're just not interested, offer the side door. Hey, what what about you come to my home? What, What about you meet my friends? You just might be surprised when you say, hey, come and see. And then there is what, what we might call the back door. Uh, in a phrase, come serve with me. There are people in your life who have no interest coming on the weekend to gather with hundreds of people to sing worship songs and hear a Bible teaching. And they're also not very interested in gathering with friends in a home for a meal and having conversation and learning together. But serving? Like they love our region. They love their community. And they best express their love through doing And so when you invite them, invite them to join you for First Saturday Serve. Like invite them to come alongside of you to serve our communities and our region. And you just might be surprised when you say, come and serve with me, that they say, huh, for the first time, I'm actually interested in coming with you. Keith Bosley has an incredible passion for helping people connect around mission. You will hear more and more opportunities locally and beyond. First Saturday Serve, we had a team just come back from Serve Chicago, and the team is fired up about multiple opportunities in the next year to go and be on mission. Serving, what we call missions, is a tangible way for people to genuinely express their their love for other people. Uh, there will be opportunities to work with your hands, to be on a prayer team, to, to run the neighborhood grill, multiple opportunities for you to come and serve our region. And for some, it is a really special opportunity to be invited to come and see. What are the opportunities? Who is that person that 
You've invited through the front door and it's just not worked. But there's the side door and there's the back door. We are responsible to invite others to come along with us. Whether they need to take their first step or simply their next step, we are responsible to invite others to come along the journey with us. Hey, you see it recorded in Acts 1.8. Jesus said, you will be my witnesses, which is literally life witnesses and the word from which we derived our English word, martyr. A martyr is one who is executed because of his or her faith. When Jesus told us to be witnesses, he knew it would be costly. Very similar to Jesus saying, take up your cross and follow me. I'm giving my life to Jesus means I'm doing it at the very expense of my my life. Uh, Inviting will be at the expense of your comfort. (laughs) No, No matter how good you are at it, uh, no matter how helpful a series is or a phrase is or understanding there are three doors into the journey, um, it's still uncomfortable. Inviting will sometimes be at the expense of a friend. There will be times that people will start avoiding you because you have consistently invited them to, to come along but we are responsible to continue to invite. Not defensively, not judgmentally, but genuinely inviting people to step into a way of living that in following Jesus leads into eternity. So take a breath, make an invite, and seize this timely and timeless opportunity to be an effective inviter. As I was putting my notes together for this this episode, I thought of two people. Uh, These two people I see a couple times a month, each of them. And for two very different reasons, I had been waiting on them. I I had been waiting for them to take the next step. Um, They knew who I am. I've invited before. But having thought through, come and see, and this incredible responsibility that we have and this beautiful opportunity that we have, I'm going to make the invite. And I, I'm really confident, especially with one of them, hey, come and see, is exactly what this person needs to hear. When you invite and then you get a commitment, make sure you follow up. Um, pick them up or meet them out front when they they show up. And when that front door is bolted shut, switch to the side door of community or the back door of serving. You just might be surprised who is ready to take you up on your offer to come and see you.